we're chatting with one of the brightest young stars to come out of Ottawa. She currently plays for Eintracht Frankfurt over in Germany. Now, Christine, I'm going to ask you, uh, for the good listener, uh, would you mind giving us your full name, your age, and the position you play? Uh, my name's Christine Eidelmeyer. I'm a center back and I'm 17. Perfect. So I've never met you before. It's great to get the chance to you know, to talk to you. I've heard your name a lot. You've been really highly ranked, uh, you know, my first touch football. They know their stuff. Um, I think they've had you as like the number two ranked player uh, in the 2024 grad year for players from Canada. You know, very impressive there. Um, I'll start for, yeah. I'll start first by asking uh, what I usually ask most of my guests first. Uh, when did you first start playing soccer? To be honest, I don't really know and fully remember because I have two older brothers and they also grew up playing. So I just remember always going to their games as a really young child. But I think probably I'm going to say around like in a club, maybe four, but it was definitely much earlier than that. Okay. And do you remember what club you first played with? That was Capital United. So that was the team that merged, that created Auto ETFC. Okay. Um, and do you remember if you had a favorite player or like a favorite team when you were growing up? Uh, a favorite team? I don't think. Well, yeah, my favorite team was definitely Bayern Munich because my dad is from that region. Okay. But I think definitely my favorite player was Christine Sinclair. But I think what drove that um that that was because we had the same name. So definitely she's a great great player. I think overall she's amazing. So I mean, you know, you share a name and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Ottawa TFC plays more in Ottawa's East End. Is that the area that you grew up in? I grew up in around Gloucester area, car- like around the Moffer Hospital, I guess, area. Okay. And that was primarily uh, Capital United's um, region. And then once they merged with uh, Cumberland, that was uh, Orleans area. So it kind of just became a big region of Ottawa, I guess. Okay. Okay. Um, now, like I was, a, so I was like a Stittsville kid. So like, I still don't even really know the East End that well. Did you have any, uh, you know, have any like hangout spots when you were growing up there? Hangout spots? Uh, not really, to be honest. I think, I think throughout most of my youth, I think I was just playing on a soccer field wherever, <laughs> all around Ottawa, not just in the East End, all over. I got to know all the parts of Ottawa. Right on. Um, okay, well, when you weren't in school or playing soccer, what would you most be likely to be doing? Now or when I was growing, like much well, younger? Let's say when you were growing up. Uh, I think growing up, I think I was, many people don't know this movie. It's something that I don't talk about very often, but I was a dancer from, I think most little girls are, but I stopped until the age of 12. So if I wasn't, playing soccer in school I was dancing okay are we talking ballet jazz fusion we're talking everything I was doing jazz ballet modern I even got to the point where I was on like point shoes I was very invested at that point in my life (laughs) and and uh did you stop to like focus on soccer or or uh or do you still dance sometimes no, I, I stopped quite uh, at 12. It was just to focus on soccer. And I think at, at that point, it was just getting too much, especially for my parents, the amount of driving they were doing. Oh, my so, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. 
Um, okay, so you are 17 years old and you're playing in Germany. That in itself is a pretty impressive thing. Um, not many Canadians of any age can can say that they've had the chance to do that. Um, do you remember a point where you decided that you wanted to pursue soccer more seriously, like as a career? Um, I can't necessarily pinpoint a time where I thought, okay, this is what I want to do. I think growing up, especially before the age of 12, I think every child, whether that's a girl or boy, want to grow up and become a professional soccer player or go overseas. But I think, to be honest, it's honestly all had to do when the, um, in Ontario, that's when the provincial team starts. And then like when soccer gets a little bit more serious, once you're 12. And I think that's when I kind of started to put things in more into perspective, I guess, and kind of decided that this is definitely that I want to try to pursue. Um, I obviously didn't realize that I'd be ended up in Germany at 17. However, I think that's definitely when I started to take it more seriously when I was 12. Okay. Um, did you have like chats with coaches about like, you know, um, uh, like directions you could take? Um, I think I definitely had a lot of chats with coaches about that, but I think I also talked to my brothers a lot and my parents because my brothers, they were very invested into soccer also. So I think I mainly relied on my family more than anything. What do your brothers think about, about this move that you've made? Oh, they were, <laughs> I think they may have been a little bit even more happier than I was when they oh, first really? found out. They were ecstatic when they found out. So yeah, they they love it. They're hundred percent supportive of this. I mean, I mean, how does that make you feel? Just like kind of having like having your brothers, uh, you know, support like that. I it, honestly, it's great. Um, it's just great because sometimes I can like bounce off ideas and all that. We literally just have a group chat between us three, and we it, we just talk about soccer. And that specific group chat, it's just soccer in it. That's awesome. Um, okay, so you first moved to Europe to Bayern Munich's U17 team at 16 years old, right? Yes. Okay, so did that move seem seem like daunting to you? I honestly don't think I put everything into perspective until I actually was there. I, I didn't, it honestly felt so surreal. I thought that I was going on vacation. It felt like <laughs> I was going on vacation. It only started to feel really real after I think, I think the point where I thought, okay, this is actually happening is when all my friends they went to school for the first day of school and I didn't go to school. And I was like, I think I was in bed <laughs> at that point. And I was like, whoa, okay, <laughs> I'm in Germany. This is not vacation. This is not, um, yeah, this is now my life. So. <laughs> um, so like, how did that opportunity first come about? And also like, you know, like, yeah, you didn't go to school come September. So how do clubs like Bayern or like Frankfurt, like how do they support young players like you, um, especially players who come from other countries? So how it came about actually it came through my parents and my family. Because that is because my dad is born here and he's from here. So all my dad's side of the family is um, lives near the Munich region around like an hour, an hour and a half, depending on the day. So and it all had to do with my grandma because she's getting much older. So we wanted to be around her and support her and um and so when we were discussing that, we also discussed the fact that I need to find a team to play for. And um, 
because that's obviously software is obviously at the forefront of our brains too. So at that point, we started to reach out to people and it was honestly just like people of people, like people know some this person and this and that. I think it's much easier 100% on the girl side to get into contact with the coaches than it is on the boy side. So I think I was very lucky in that standpoint. And I think the clubs, both clubs, Frankfurt and Bayern, they support all of their international players very, very well. Not even just international players. There's people that are also coming in within Germany. So that they're also moving that it's even, it's also a big change, just moving cities. So both places, um, which is like this and pretty much all around the world is that they have a residence for their, all their, their players and where they can stay and there's usually obviously a cafeteria and and um at Bayern there was like a, a cafeteria with cooks and all that and then um at both clubs also there are um teachers to support the the kids if they need help with school and I honestly was on campus last year almost every day the whole day doing school there because there was teachers obviously like as I said supporting me um I also had a German teacher there. And so I had a, I had a few times a week, every week I had German classes with other international players. So, and it's the same thing at Frankfurt. It's, they're really trying to make it so that the kids feel the most comfortable they can, even though um, most of them, their families did not come with them. So there are also people there that are literally, their sole job is to support their kid, the kids on like uh, a more of a social level like disregarding everything soccer just to make sure that they're okay and because every, we're all so young still so yeah overall it's um they're really doing their best and it's great that's fantastic so so you actually got the chance to move with your family so you're not there just on your own so yes yeah, so both my parents did come with me and that oh, just, that's awesome it, yeah it, it's honestly really great just having them to support me on a day-to-day basis um I don't know how it would have been if they weren't there. I think I might have went crazy a few days. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm very grateful and happy they did come. Oh, that's awesome. So you said that you're learning German. How is that coming along? Um, I think it's going along pretty good. I think um, the first, I think, four months I I was here, it, it was honestly just giving me a headache, the new language, because <laughs> it was so foreign. And I was like really trying to concentrate to figure out what they were saying, but I had nothing to go off of. <laughs> so I would just like giving myself a headache but I think especially I after like the first two months or month I really what was easy to be honest was learning the German within practice because it's always the same words and that they reuse and 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 that was the easy part I think it's the hard part is is definitely all the conversations that they have outside of training and just getting to know the players and all that um now that I've been here I think I've been here for around I, almost a year, I guess, because I did come back to Canada f- for a month or two just because of uh, the vacations. Um, I've been here for almost a year now, and I think it's going along pretty good. I I think I understand about 75%. The other percent I can make up on my own, I guess. <laughs> and But I think everybody in Germany, not everybody, but especially in Munich and both Frankfurt, they're both very international cities. So a lot of most people and most kids can speak English to a decent level. So it's just a mixture of English and German with me. So speaking wise, so right going good. So like your dad was born there. So 
is he excited to to have you learning German as well? Oh, he's so excited. So excited. <laughs> he really tried with my brothers to get them into learning German. They had like Sunday school every week in the summer to learn German and it just didn't work out. And I think he did, <laughs> just didn't try with me. But now that I'm here and learning, he's so happy. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. So you, you're also just a young person living in a, in a new place. Um, have you had the chance to do some exploring? Oh, I've, I've done quite a bit of exploring, I think, especially with my parents here. Because some day, some weekends, I wouldn't have a game. So me and my parents, us three, would just go around Germany and see places. So, um, Okay, so this year, uh, the club you're with is Eintracht Frankfurt. Now, I know that they operate like a few women's teams at various levels on the German pyramid. Uh, so which team are you currently with? So I'm with the U19s. Okay. And you've been in Germany a little while now. So uh, lots of European countries have pro women's leagues um, and like high level women's leagues. So Canada sort of working on that. What are some differences that you've seen? Um, maybe things that you'll see for women in German clubs and European clubs that you didn't see back in Canada? I think it's more competitive here. I think since there's more of a clear pathway i guess to go to play pro or and it's on it's a possibility like you're living in the same city as professional players i think all the girls are are, me even from a younger age realize like this is what i want to do and this is how and this is how to do it you know and Mm -hmm. i don't think as linear as i it's not as linear as i make it as i say it right now however i think it's definitely i think just a lot more professional Especially just the way that some play, uh, boys and girls, they approach their games. Like before their game, 90% of the players all have their headphones in, in the bus, all like focusing. And I, I think it's just more, as I said, competitive and maybe more professional because they see how it is at the pro level. Okay. And so, you know, you spent a year with Bayern Munich and now you're with Frankfurt. Um, like how did that first year uh go just in terms of 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 you as a player um and how has your preseason been so far for this coming season uh the year went honestly really great for me I think I learned so much the the style of play is so different than it is in Canada like in Canada the best way I can describe it is just get the ball sort of as a starback at least and try to find a wing and kick it up (laughs) for somebody you know and here, especially, they love to be a lot more skilled, technical, and really try to work out from the back rather than just be so direct. Mm-hmm. So I think me, I even came back in the summer for a bit for obviously vacation and see my family. And I did train a bit with my old team. And I, I realized that how much I've improved on a technique and my skills just being here for one year. So I think that's definitely helped my game a lot more. And I've become a, a lot more rounded because I think even in Canada, I was known as the player to just like, I'm going to maybe tackle you and, and pass the ball, you know? <laughs> and here I've definitely gotten, a, like I said, a lot more technical. And I, and now being at Frank for now, um, the preseason definitely been very hard, a lot of running, a lot of very hot days during, um, but it's been so far going amazing. Okay, that's great. So what is a preseason like with a team like Eintracht Frankfurt U19? Uh, so usually we play teams 
Um, well, uh, for instance, I was just in a training camp, I think two weeks ago, we went to France. It's not too far from where we are. I think it's around like a four hour bus ride. Okay. Um, so we all went to France and I played, uh, like a Luxembourg, a team from Luxembourg, like their first division is very first division, very small country, but it was a first division team. And then we also played in that, um, training camp, a second division team from France. So we kind of just. And we most recently played another uh, like team in Germany from like the other side. So we kind of just play teams all around, I guess. Um, just whoever, honestly, that can give us a challenge, I guess. And okay. I think preseason, as we know, for every, it's not just in Germany. It's really to like get to know the team and to work out like all the kinks and all that. So I don't think been pretty hard i guess also just with the training and the running and everything because they're all trying to make us in shape for the obviously the upcoming season so they've been really kicking my butt some days <laughs> um okay well best of luck with the upcoming season um i do just have a few quick questions to ask you if that's okay yeah of course okay uh what's your favorite sport besides soccer uh probably be like volleyball maybe Okay. Yeah. Um, what is the best soccer field to play on in Ottawa? Soccer field to play on. Um, I think now I would say the Julian de Guzman, the yeah, yeah. Uh, club. Yeah, I I think it's that one. 100%. Okay. So you know how in baseball the players each have a song that plays when they step up to bat. Um, what would be your song to walk onto the pitch to? The walk on to the pitch too. Oh my gosh. I have no idea. I think in recent years, I would have said something differently. Now I think I just think of like a German song playing <laughs> any, <laughs> any sort of German song that I have no clue what they're saying, but probably one of those. Okay. Okay. I like Wait. it. Um, Who has had the biggest impact on your career so far? I think impact. I think there's been several people that have impacted my career, especially as I, I've mentioned previously, was my family that impacted my career. But I think also um, another family that really impacted my um, soccer career was that was the El Asmar family. So Raz and so my family is very close to them. And um, they've been coaching me since I was four years old up until I was 17 oh, wow. now. So, and I got to know a lot of people through them. So I think other than my own family and my own brothers, it would be that, that family. Okay. Um, who is the best player that you think you've ever played either with or against? Like you've just the best player you've been on the pitch with. In Germany, it'd probably be some of my teammates from either this season or last season. Cause some of those girls are crazy good, but I think from last in Canada, I think. I got to know and I played against a lot of the the um, now NDC girls or I guess like the U17, U20 national team girls also. So definitely of some of them also. Okay. Um, you've, you've definitely answered this already, but I'm going to ask again just for fun. Uh, who is your favorite national team player? National team player? Doesn't matter on the Canadian national team. Um, women or men? Oh, both. Uh, like either. Either? Okay. I think, uh, on, okay, on the men's side, I think this is probably going to be the most obvious choice, Alfonso Davies. And sure. I 
previously i met him a few months ago probably really that was, like, that was my one goal to do while i was in germany i was like i play for Bayern Munich, same club we're both canadian and if i don't meet him while we're here I'm okay let's be so sad okay let's put a okay let's put a pause on this uh how did meeting alfonso davies go oh it, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was really cool it was um it was actually so on the Bayern Munich campus, there's um, like a stadium, a smaller stadium, and that's primarily for the women's first team. And then also some of the the younger boys teams. So like the, the U19s, U17s. And so they, the women, they were actually playing their last game of the Bundesliga season. And if they won, that means they won the Bundesliga. Okay. The, the day prior, that was when also the men won the Bundesliga. So the men came to support the women to watch the game and they all were in their their traditional Bayern like outfits and they all had a section in the the arena where they were all sitting and since I was obviously a player there I I got to get tickets for all those games so um I was in the stadium watching and I saw them come up and it was very relaxed because they didn't really announce that the men's were coming Mm -hmm. so it was very it wasn't as heavily guarded as I guess any other event if that makes sense. So I had the opportunity to, so they're all just kind of walking around all the players around the campus. There were some that were just walking around. There was like a mini restaurant on campus that they were just walking around talking to people. So I got the chance to meet Alfonso. I only talked to him briefly. It was really nothing to be honest, but I, (laughs) but I did get to meet uh, some of the other players too. Okay. That's still pretty neat. Really cool. It was really cool. Okay. Uh, And your favorite women's national team player. I think my favorite women's national team player would probably be, um, I think Ashley Lawrence is amazing, but I also think I also would say probably Vanessa Gilles, just because uh, we have we had the same coach. Uh, Raz was also our coach. She's also a center back, also from Ottawa. I think I I would have to say her, obviously. Also a big Gilles fan, have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, your favorite food? Favorite food. Okay, man, I don't know if this qualifies as meals or something, but I think top three would be like a bread. <laughs> a bread. <laughs> Just any sort of German bread here. I love it here. Um, gelato, like ice cream. And then yeah, yeah. this might sound so odd, but I grew up just eating salads like every day because my dad. So I think like a good salad is probably one of my favorite meals and people would will might look at me strangely when I say that but it's honestly an obsession of mine that's fantastic okay so let's get people into salad what's a good salad for people to try if like if you want to get people into salad a good salad okay I think like forget about like the Caesar salads I think start going into like the ones with like the Greek salads, the ones with like the balsamic and the 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 Italian dressings, okay. especially like salad with like pomegranates or or um nuts, I think are amazing. Okay. Okay. Um are any of those your favorite pregame meal or or do you usually have like like another favorite go to for for a pregame? I'm honestly pretty relaxed. Like I don't have any superstitions, I guess. Okay. But pre- like before a game, I think I just eat I whatever I think is healthy. Like and obviously with some carbs, but just anything like that I 
a want that day, I guess. Okay. Um, what's the better halftime snack? Oranges or watermelon? Watermelon, hundred percent. Okay. Um, what's a fact about you or like an interest of yours that most people wouldn't know about you? An interest? I think it's always shocking when people find out that I love to read. So maybe one of those. What's the what's the most recent book that you've read? The most recent book. Well, the one that I'm reading right now, I think it's called The Orange of the Priory Tree or something like that. That's what I'm okay. reading right now. So okay. something like something like that. Okay. Um, if you could only eat one movie theater treat for the rest of your life, what would it be? Popcorn. That's the right answer. Yeah, I think, uh, well, what else do you get in a movie theater? I feel like lots of people get like those chips with like the cheese, uh, drizzle or whatever, or, uh, yeah, yeah. Or, or like, you know, junior mints or something, or people like Mm -hmm. M&Ms. I don't know. But yeah, popcorn's the right answer. No, I 100% popcorn with, yeah. Okay. Um, and my last question, what would be your dream club to play for? Uh, like, like you spend your career with one team, what would it be? I think previously I would have said Bayern Munich, just because of the fact that <laughs> um, that was my family's team. Um, honestly, I think currently, especially that I'm playing at uh, Frankfurt, the both teams that I'm playing for right now, well, like both teams that I previously played for in the past year were definitely my dream teams okay so i feel like i'm I'm very happy where <laughs> i am right now to be honest we are so we are eintracht frankfurt fans today yes we are so yeah. if i can uh, make it to the first team i think that would definitely be my dream team but i think i yeah i don't know i i like i said the the, the two teams that i've played for so far in germany are my dreams so you're just living the yeah. dream <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Awesome. Well, Christine, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to meet you uh, and chat and uh, best of luck with the rest of your season. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Step Over podcast. Please follow the pod wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps the show and you'll be doing me a big favor. It also makes sure that you know right away when new episodes go up. Sometimes there's, you know, a few weeks, maybe a few months between episodes, and and sometimes the juices are flowing and and you'll hear me with more regularity. And either way, you'll be the first to know when there's a new episode when you subscribe. And I'm all about supporting local soccer, local footy in all forms, so be sure to check out other local pods like VAR Check, uh, which chats a lot of European and and international footy, as well as Atletico Ottawa-focused content. And if you're an Atletico Ottawa fan, Capital City Supporters Group puts out their After the Whistle pod after every single match. For this show, though, that's it for this episode. So go out and take in some local soccer. There's lots coming up with Atletico Ottawa on the home stretch of the CPL season. And U-Sports about to begin uh, with the U-Ottawa GGs and Carlton Ravens both in action over the next two or three months. So take in as much as you can. And until next time, we'll see you.